Adam Roth. Yes. Did you know that the limited series Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney Plus is both set and released 23 years after The Phantom Menace? So it's uh, our real time 23 years later and in the world it's 23 years later. And actor Ian McGregor, who plays Obi-Wan Kenobi, is around... 51 years old, which is roughly 10 years younger than Sir Alec Guinness when he was in 1977's Star Wars. And there is a 10-year gap between uh, between this show and that movie. And then there's you know another 10-year gap between the end of Revenge of the Sith and this limited series. So for once, the age gap math kind of checks out here it's kind of like you know 10 years he's going to age quite a bit in those 10 years to get from what we see in this show to alec guinness but it's plausible it's pl- it's it's somewhat believable so you're saying that the uh the math kind of works out and it, it lines up yeah i think a lot of things with these you know movies and miniseries and comic books and like sometimes the time gap is like well that doesn't make a lot of sense how did you go from like this to this but then i always think about like u.s presidents was, uh-huh. and like like look at obama when he started and then eight years later look at obama and if you compare pictures that's an eight-year gap i totally think that's like kind of ian mcgregor to alec guinness kind of vibe going on like no shame or anything it's just people can age really fast if under a lot of pressure and or stress and obi-wan is under an awful uh an awful lot of stress the stress of tatooine right the twin suns it's like speeds up time by two gets your skin all leathery like a dewback's gullet wow that's some that's some desert poetry man yeah i kind of scat in the desert you know what i mean Right. Right. Um, that's, all, that's all I got. And I, uh, that's it. Well, you're you're saying so. It's a it's a it's a it's kind of an appropriate time to release this show. It yeah, but then out. I was I read a little bit further, and this show is set a, a roughly one year after the events of Solo. Solo, a Star Wars story. We'll call you. Hmm. Solo. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> with you. Hmm. I've got an idea. Your name will be Solo. Hmm. I just came up with that. Pretty good, huh? Mm, kind of clever like that. I, I can't use that again for the next person that gets in line. That's by themselves. <laughs> uh, that's just a one and done nickname, <laughs> unless there's five thousand solos out there. Everybody everybody brings somebody to these things. When you get recruited, you always bring a buddy to the to the recruitment center. Um, so since you're the only one uh, alone, I'll call you solo. That's that's just great. So stupid. So great. <laughs> solo? Oh, oh who is this? A pair of young um, entrants. I'll call you to duet. <laughs> like what <laughs> yeah kind of have oh. to look the other kind of have to look the other way on that one and here comes threesome right see threesome O oh face we'll call you menage a trois <laughs> we're gonna call you 
Yeah, just a couple, a handful, a couple. <laughs> anyway. Right. Um, we got uh, we got about a, a good time to release this show. Mm-hmm. And it lines up with the math. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Jason Fury. Hmm? Did you know that the the exiled on Tatooine with Obi Wan Kenobi Jedi played by played by Benny Safdie uh, is played Benny Safdie by uh, the director of of our favorite uh, Uncut Gems and uh, Robert Pattinson's Good Time Benny you Safdie. Know, you know I know that. You do know that. Of course, I know that. He's a, he's just that's just an actor. Well, he uh, he directed uh, some of our favorite our favorite movies. I mean, he's and... good. Yo, you didn't like? Have, have we talked? Did we do Uncut Gems? We haven't, but we should. I think we we talk about it frequently, but we've never done an episode on it. Did we do? Okay. Yeah, we should. We should, because we've talked about uncut gems a lot. It's a, you know, you know, you know, what we did talk about is we talked about, um, what what was the 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 Paul Thomas Anderson one that Ben Lic- Safdie was in? Pizza, licorice pizza. Yeah, he, he is just an actor, but he's a uh, he's also talented behind the camera. Multifaceted. Multifaceted. Like a Swiss Sorry. Army knife. Now, we are. Let, let's. I guess we should make it clear. That we are talking about the first two episodes that were that were released, uh, and I have not seen episode three, but you have. You're gonna call it that? That's Revenge of the Sith is episode three, man. Episode three of Obi Wan Kenobi. Right. Yeah, I have seen it, but I think what we're doing here, we're trying something a little new, a little experimental. A little scary. We're going to be reviewing episode the two-hour, two-episode premiere of Obi-Wan Kenobi. So just episode one and two. And then the next time we circle back when the show's over, we're going to do an episode on the entire series as a whole. Um, but I thought, or I guess as you thought, this would be a good idea so we could kind of, you know, visit back and see if it met our expectations, you know, just to this point. But then once the whole series is over, did we like it more? Did we like it less? So this is kind of like part one of part two, I guess, in a way. So, you know, you're going to want to come back when the series is over. So we'll cover the whole series proper. But for now, just episode one and two, they both premiered back to back. So it was kind of like a movie event, TV event. Um, you know, it's the, the duration of a, a feature film. Yeah, and I think I think there's something interesting about that of of you know sort of all right we got we got the initial taste of it now is the series going to follow through on that vibe are they gonna is it gonna course correct is it gonna you know d- depending on how we where we fall in terms of what we thought of it which I still don't know spoiler uh, alert spoiler alert you just said course uh, correct uh. Well, I'm saying it could be a course correct. <laughs> it could be. A, I didn't say that. Um, you're not with could anybody be. here. Uh, we're going to recruit I mean, I said, you. I, um, uh, your name will be course correct. Your name will be spoiler. 
<laughs> You're a spoiler, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think um, it's it started off, I guess, interestingly. You're just jumping right in. Can we talk about um, our hype meter before the show even released? Can you go back to a time where... You were you were eagerly anticipating this show. I think we've known about it for quite some time. Is this is this show a good idea? Is this something you were looking forward to? Is this hot stove? We shouldn't be touching this character or this era. Or are you all in? What's the deal? Well, I'm a, historically I'm a big Star Wars fan. <gasps> this is something. This is this is something that uh, when I was a little kid, if you told me I'd be seeing, I would be thrilled. Right. I would be absolutely thrilled. And I know you're a prequel guy. I I have come to accept the prequels, um, you know, and and a lot of what Dave Filoni has done with the with the the cartoons and the and the extended media has, um, you know, justified a lot of the existence of things in the prequels that I didn't love. Right. Um. So that's cool. Um, but we have to we have to know that we're we're we have to you have to accept that the Obi-Wan you're getting now is not necessarily it's not the product of um you know prequel prequel leadership, which would be George Lucas. This is this is Mouse House Disney Star Wars. <laughs> Mouse House. And um that being said uh you know i went into it cautiously i was i was stoked at the prem at the, at the prospect of a good show <laughs> i know i can't keep the lid on no it's good i just i have an analogy in my head and i'm thinking about it as you're talking and it's pretty funny so uh okay you're, okay, you're well, kind of uh, talking you're talking about the prequel movies as if they're a stepdad that you don't want but you just have to you just have to get used to it and as he like brought you to the putt putt uh course and went go-karting like as the years went by you kind of warmed up to this new this new stepfather and uh you're a little bit more forgiving but it took you some time um but yeah at first you were kind of like you're not my dad i'd say that's apt that's apt yeah that is I think I that's think, how I think a yeah. lot of people have gone. It's a collective, a collective experience. <laughs> it's a collective. You're not my dad feeling towards the prequels, and I think it's ludicrous. I think people need to just relax. I think even McGregor no. actually said it best because he was like, you know, when these movies were made, we weren't received that well from the adult audiences. But you know, a lot of this was meant for like more of the younger kids or teens as the movies matured, and the real big fans. It took. 15 or 20 years for them to kind of come to the surface um and you know the the they grew up with those prequels well, that's, and now they're, well, that's they're really what it open. is that's what it is yeah it's it's them it's the younger kids growing up right and and being like oh i love i grew up with that i loved it yeah they were too and, young to know that the stepdad wasn't their real dad they just accepted it wholeheartedly and that's you know it's beautiful you know the, it's sure yeah it is but it also, you know, it also makes me think, you know, about, 
you know, I love all three of the original movies, right? Sure. But I know there's a whole generation of people that were just a little bit, you know, were on board with the first two movies and then saw the shift with Return of the Jedi with sort of catering a little bit more to the kid toy-centric, toyetic audience, you know, with the Ewoks. Toyota. Toyetic. Toyota. The car, Toyota. Oh, yeah, Toyota. Toyota. Like a Toyota Corellian. Right, right. Toyota Corellia. Um, but I'm just car. saying it's, yeah, you know, there, there'll always be um, people that were just a little bit too old. It's just like me with Power Rangers. You know, I uh, I wasn't ever into Power Rangers. I don't, I'm not saying, I'm not knocking Power Rangers. <laughs> I've, gr- I've grown to appreciate them too. Talking yourself into a Power Rangers corner. Yeah, well... I know you, people that are into it. You don't want I, Power Ranger fan backlash, Adam. You don't got the energy for that. I don't got the energy for Power Ranger fan backlash. I mean, no. what you're I'm alluding s- to is more the cultural significance and like the time. Like we talk about this a lot. Is like uh, when people review movies, it's hard to me. It's really hard not to factor in your experience. And this is totally like a Star Wars thing. A lot of it is the experience of going to the movies, who you're going to the movies with, and how you hype it up and how you look forward to it. So like I. I try and not judge people for which movies they like or don't like because, you know, it, it. at the end of the day, it usually reflects a moment of their life that was special to them. And then when something else clomps around, like they have this weird idea that it replaces it or, or sullies it, even though it's those experiences already happened. They're already done. They're in your memory. They'll ne- that will never change. But yet there's this friction that I never will quite understand. Um I'm getting closer to understanding it by my feelings towards the newer movies, but I think I think it usually just centers around expectation, like what do you expect this movie to be versus the reality of it and like it's such an imaginative cool world where I think we have a tendency to kind of map it out in our heads before it even happens. So they didn't know there were going to be prequel movies. They didn't know there were going to be sequel movies. So you just kind of mapped it out or you read the books and the comics that filled in those gaps and then it it contradicts that in a lot of cases so it's just jarring because they're such big characters and these are such big stories for so many people it gets really jarring for some yeah and um you know that said i uh i was i was i was low-key excited for this show yeah and and i not high key um i huh not thor not thor low key low key yes his half brother oh damn good one Good one. <laughs> just, sitting just sitting there. Did I just blow your mind, man? That was pretty good. That was good. That was good. That was good. That was good. Uh, um, no, I, I look. I, 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 I love Obi Wan. I, I appreciate you and Gregor's uh, performance as Obi Wan. I think he was a strong, a, one of the more universally appealing parts of the prequels. Right. He was great. 
you know, so I, I think it's cool to see him back in the saddle. Um, literally. Which saddle? The what's what's that thing called? A uh, like a clatu or something? I don't know. I don't remember. No, that's the Gungan ride. What are those? What's a flomp set or something? I don't know. It's like a chubu. It's it's uh, it's like something with a do. Poodoo, not poodoo. poodoo. It's like a. It's like that's shit in Star Wars. I know. I know. It's it's not that, but it sounds poodoo. like it. I'm gonna sit on you, poodoo. Poodoo. Uh, Chuba. I'll think. I'll think of it. But. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, it's good. It's good to see him back. And that all said, um, I think can we can we? I think we I think we can begin to talk about where where we <laughs> stood with the actual content. Yeah, I think we can talk about the show. I think there's a lot to cover. We can talk about the general story arc, maybe where you know where we're going and where we think we're going, and then like obviously the characters that show up and. I think we should talk about that as well, but maybe let's just start with the overall premise of what we're doing. So we're like visiting Obi-Wan, what is this, 10 years after Revenge of the Sith, after that fateful day on Mustafar where uh, he watched his brother-in-arms ignite on fire after cutting three of his limbs off and left him for dead, and apparently thought he was dead. Um, And then once Padme had the twins, Luke and Leia, he vowed to take care of Luke on Tatooine, where he would be taken care of by his aunt and uncle, uh, Owen and Beru, and Leia would go to Alderaan with with the Bale family. Uh, They really bailed her out of that one. They did. They bailed her out of a bad situation. Into Into a potentially worse one. But yeah, so... Yeah, so I thought it was, uh, that's kind of where we start with this, with just, you know, Obi-Wan's just, what is he, just like cutting fish? He's cutting fish in the desert. In the desert. He's like a little fish cutter, and he's weaseling away little bits for his little creature we don't know the name of. Um, I do like, I like that he, I guess, what, the Dune Seas is where he's sleeping? He's like in caves and shit. But isn't that isn't that where he's supposed to like, where Star Wars would used to refer to where he slept or where he lived in the, the Dune, Dune Seas? Sea. Yeah. So I guess we're seeing the Dune Seas. Yeah. Um, sleeping in caves. That's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah, true hermit style. I like that. Yeah. Gotta um, keep cool. Gotta keep cool in the in the in the two suns. Mm-hmm. Um. So I like that. Right off the bat, we see our antagonists. Right. The Inquisitor, the Grand Inquisitor, and the the brothers and sisters. I don't know what you call them. But they all have numbers. Like, I think it's the fifth brother and uh, Reva, whatever. I don't know what her official title is, but they're, they're Inquisitors. The, the sisters and brothers of the Inquisitorious. Inquisition. <laughs> Inquisicals. <laughs> The Inquisicals. Questicles. Um, the Questicles. <laughs> they, um, do you remember where the, so you, you watch the cartoons, you watch, you, you watch all this, all the extended media. Yeah, I read the books, uh, I play the video games, I watch the, the cartoons, the animated, the animated features, um, 
so yeah, it's definitely. Where did they Where did they leave off with the with the Grand Inquisitor? Well, you know, you fast forward to Star Wars Rebels, and the Inquisitors are still romping around. That's kind of where they were introduced um, to most people. So it's kind of interesting to see some of those characters in live action. But like for ex- yeah, I don't know. Like for example, the Grand Inquisitor is also in Rebels, which takes place after this, which is a little confusing to me. Which maybe we should talk about. Okay, so Rebels takes place after this? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, the Rebel Alliance gets built. That's not a thing yet. Um. Yeah, I guess so, huh? Yeah, because Obi-Wan... Not Obi-Wan. Solo is... Uh, this is a year after Solo. So this is the reign of the Empire. So yeah, we, we're not quite at Rebels time yet. And that's the Grand Inquisitor. I guess so, but what I'm so let's let's get into let's get into some spoiler territory here, just to kind of fast forward so this conversation makes sense. The Grand Inquisitor, who's it's a label or a person, I don't know. It's not like this is Derek, the Grand Inquisitor. It's just the Grand Inquisitor. So they could be interchangeable, and it could be a different Grand Inquisitor. Obviously, one of them's heads looks like Charlie Brown, and the other one is a lot thinner. So like visually, they're different. So it's very plausible that they might be different characters. And one has like razor teeth and, you know, red eyes and stuff. This one did not. This one just looked like, did you ever see that? What was it? Like SNL when Brendan Fraser was playing Charlie Brown. They put all that weird prosthetics on. Right, right. He kind of looks like that. Um, But he gets killed by by Reva in this. But I, I have a theory that they're cloned and they're testing cloning jedi because that's kind of what led to the palpatine stuff later and like that we're touching upon in mandalorian and later in the last jedi and and rise of skywalker but i have a feeling these inquisitors might be like resurrected or cloned i would you know what if that were the case i would be happy i know you like Uh, that little story arc well because i just always wondered where you know they sort of teased it with with snoke you know, the idea of cloning Jedi and if and if the, you know, midichlorians were somehow something you could reproduce. Right. There's something alchemical and sort of like dark arts about that. Right. And which Inquisitors is, are all previous Jedi. Um, right. Or like or right. I mean, at least force sensitive. I think they're, they were Jedi that got turned to hunt the remaining Jedi. So you either got hunted or you became the hunter. And Darth Vader was like leading you, and it was just this power struggle for people to please Vader. Right. It's pretty cool. Um, I mean, it's cool to see them. It's a good excuse to have lightsaber battles. Yeah. Um. So that's interesting, though. I didn't know. I didn't know that it takes place afterwards. I guess that makes that makes total sense. That Rebels does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and you know, I know you didn't watch all of Rebels, but we we do see a much much older. Obi-Wan in in Rebels briefly he has a pretty pivotal moment in that show Um, and he's definitely between what we see here and Alec Guinness he's definitely he's like kind of a mix between Ian McGregor so it actually checks out quite nicely if you were to watch it in timeline order it'd be like oh okay and then five years later this is what Obi-Wan's doing and then five years later it's a new hope so it's, it's actually kind of getting put together pretty nicely you know I didn't I didn't mind I kind of warmed up to the to the if if indeed this Grand Inquisitor is the same person, mm-hmm. and this is just a live action uh, interpretation. Depiction, 
Yeah. You know, kind of like they did with Cad Bane. Right. I don't. Which was pretty I, spot on. I, yeah, it was pretty spot on. But even then, like, did you see the the corrections that they did where people yeah, to made get it, it closer? To get it closer, and there's there's still a bit of a stylization that goes on tra- translating uh, one to the other. Yeah, I saw a uh, meme where uh, they did. Okay, well, what if all the characters looked like they did in Clone Wars? And because you know it's very angular, like a lot of characters, like Dooku, for example, his face is really thin and long, but it's not quite that much. You know, it, it's a little bit more forgiving because he looked like that a little bit in real life, but it's totally stylized. It's a cartoon. Um, but this one was pretty, like between the teeth, the eyes, the overall shape of the head, it was pr- it was pretty different. It was different in the sense that it looked like a you know a man's head. Yeah, it looked like it might you have know? been a, a yeah, but that was the thing. We couldn't tell if he was a a human or a different species. Well, he the was one... supposed to be he was supposed to be a a Powin or whatever from from Utapau. Right. Okay. So I I mean, and they always I think they listed that as his species. You know, in all the whatever's the guidebooks and stuff, and um, but I, don't I guess home you know without those guidebooks, huh? I don't go anywhere without those guidebooks. I got them in my pocket. Yeah, all the time. Travel pocket size, travel guidebooks. Star mm-hmm. Wars, Star Wars. Yeah, so you can be like, like actually, <laughs> Utapau. Actually, a Powin. Uh, oh, can you like look up that did. creature's name? Um. But, you know, the only ones we've seen in live action were in Revenge of the Sith with uh, when they when Obi-Wan visits that planet with that big lizard. He's riding the big old lizard. He was the one that's like General Grievous is upstairs waiting for you by the fire. Yeah, right. Not. Well, he I guess he was he was a benevolent, freaky looking dude. He looked scary, but I think he meant well. It looks scary, but man, yeah, I uh, I like those. I like that design, but it was yeah. just a shame because I thought those things looked pretty. You know, those things looked design-wise kind of how um, kind of how the Inquisitor looks, and I thought that that's what we were going to get, but it, we got this very Rupert much friend more with Rupert friend with the, yeah, with some a, a, some striations in there some um, some some prosthetic forehead putty right it's cool it's you know okay so we'll see if well i guess if your clone theory pans out then then there you go right well let's let's kind of rewind to just let's just talk about episode one and then episode two so we can kind of stay th- in in some kind of order here the first was mostly like we talked about on tatooine we revisited Uncle Owen got a long distance view of Luke Skywalker. We didn't quite get it's just what you saw in the trailer pretty much where he's like room rooming on top of the hut. I don't think we saw Aunt Beru. I think we heard her voice, but we didn't actually see her. I could be mistaken. Um and then we watch as Owen goes into town and gets mixed up and crosses paths with these in, these inquisitors and uh Obi-Wan's kind of hassling him for updates on Luke and buys him a T16 Skyhopper model and gets rejected and it's just kind of this lonely state where he's trying to watch over Luke but uh Uncle Owen doesn't want any part of this fancy Jedi business. It's brought nothing but trouble to his farm. And I like I like seeing the the early relationship there with with the two of them. That was that was 
that was kind of cool yeah it makes that like when you know in a new hope when his name gets mentioned and he's like looking at aunt peru and he's just like oh shit this whack job um i, I thought i got rid of old ben uh it's kind of like add some gravity to that kind of stuff luckily we we have uh, a, a skilled actor doing that that helps What's it's good Tara, that he's did it. Joel Edgerton. Joel Edgerton. Yeah. He's like, he's a big time actor now, but he's like yeah. willing to come back for this small role for a pivotal character. No, I think that's cool. That is cool. Yeah. That is cool. So that was that was a positive. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, and I think it's interesting how Obi-Wan has all, he's pretty much like turned off the force. Like he's not in tune with it. Because one of my questions is like, how do how does he not know that Anakin is alive? Like they had such a brotherly connection. How do you not feel that he's not dead? Like every time someone dies in Star Wars, a Jedi is like holding their chest, like Ugh! like like they have like they need a like Prilosec or something or whatever you call it. But um, Prilosec. What's Prilosec? Is that heart? Is that Prilosec like OTC? Is that heartburn? Sure is. That's what I mean. Like they, like when all the Jedi's die, they're like, mm, Prilosec. Right. Just give me one Prilosec, and I'll be right back. One, ease the burn. Yeah. So, I just find it odd that he didn't like. You would think he would feel that pretty hard when his brother was burning on the lava floor. Um, ah, yes. That's what happens when you touch the floor when it's lava, kids. Don't don't get too close. Don't do it. But yeah, so it was strange. Like I didn't realize that he didn't realize. Like I think the revelation uh, at the end of I think it was the second episode was kind of like Vader's alive and he's like, "What?" Ah! Yeah, that was that was interesting to see. Like, how did you not know? What have you been doing for 10 years? And Vader is getting his grip on the universe at this point and building a reputation. Like, and, the, and apparently these Inquisitors know. They're like, Reva knew it was Anakin Skywalker. It was no mystery that that was Anakin Skywalker. Like, she, I don't know. It's just strange to me. That's true, huh? I guess... Okay, so she... Um... Well, a lot of the books and comics are like, Anakin died in the Clone Wars fighting valiantly, and that was kind of the history. But these people that he's working for seem to know that he was Anakin. Right. I don't know, it just doesn't really check out. Did did she, did Reva mention that? She specifically said it was Anakin Skywalker? Yeah, in in the second episode, near the end. It's like yeah, Anakin's uh, still alive. Why else would Vader be freaking out? Or yeah, that's kind Obi Wan be freaking out? That's kind of that's kind of cheap. Yeah, it was kind of weird. That's cheap. Yeah, low blow. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, it's interesting that they had that revelation. Right. But it just seems like very early, or no, like a, a it's early in the series, but b. Uh yeah, why wouldn't why why would it why wouldn't why wouldn't Obi Wan know. know? Another question I have is why wouldn't I don't know, I guess there's an argument here. I always wondered why Obi Wan didn't just take care of Luke himself. Because it's not like Uncle Owen and Aunt Baru are really his aunt and uncle. 
Like, he had no relationship with them whatsoever. And neither did Anakin, really, to be honest. Anakin was not a part of their life. His mother was, with Clegg. Clegg just, like, bought her as a slave and married her like a fiend. Um, And those were his kids from a different marriage. So they're not even, like, blood-related. So why would you go back to Tatooine and give up this child to to be raised by these two people when... Why couldn't... Like, if he's just going to be sitting in the Dune Sea watching him from afar, why wouldn't he just take care of him himself? I agree, but it's not... That's not what was... What we, you know, that's not what was... What was uh, it's decided. A, it's a f- stupid plan. Or... But, the, but, the, I, I don't but that know. plan has been... But, we, but we've had that for years, though. We've known that. I know we've known it, but, it, like, as they flesh out the backstory, it just makes less and less sense why they would do so it that way. I agree, but I think just re- kind of playing it as it lies and just knowing that that's just what happens. Yeah, I know. That's just that's that's you know, that's that I mean and, and you know, that's kind of how I see the prequels. I know we disagree on it. Give me an especially, example. Um well, an example. Well, yeah. Uh let me think. Let me think about that. Okay. Um, and it can't be like they explain what midichlorians were because that's different. That's like a descriptor. That's not like a circumstantial thing. Well, you know, having having these shows that um, you know really go into the psychology of like the clones, you know, and it's just like, look, my idea, my idea when I when I thought about the Clone Wars you know, when they were mentioned, you know, in, in the original movies. And I thought about the clone wars. I never, I never thought of it was going to be fucking Boba Fett. I didn't think <laughs> it, I, I just never thought, why did it have, why would it have to do with Boba Fett? You know, to me, it was just such small universe stuff. Dad. That it was just, and it was just like, what, why, 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 why did it have to be that? I mean, I guess that's kind of similar, but kind of not. I, I guess I know but, what you but mean. It's just, but it's just like they ran with it. They it was a, it was an impetus to explore the psychology, you know, of you know in the in these in like the Clone Wars where they talk about, you know, the actual trauma and like body horror of like being a clone and everything like that. And it's like okay, they kind of ran with it. They I yeah, think but they just a, casually mentioned the Clone Wars in one half sentence. Right, it's just like, but but I'm just saying the Clone Wars, and that was it, and that moving on, then that was it. Right, but I'm just saying why, the fact that it had to do with like Boba Fett, it just seemed it just seemed so. It just it was just like what a small what a small quaint universe. Right, there's a lot of that going on these days, right? Yeah, and yes, there is. Yeah. There is. And, what was uh, it? I just watched something that was. I had that same complaint about like, they're all over the the universe, but they keep bumping. Oh, they, we we're talking about the Northmen. How small that world was. Yeah, yeah. S- I, similar. I think, I, and I think that that small, quaint universes like are kind of. It's kind of strange, when you yeah. have such a an open, you have such an open opportunity to create new characters and new dynamics and new. Yeah, I mean, I guess that seems like a separate argument, but like I, I agree. Like that's yeah, it's fine. I'm just, I'm I would just, rather I'm have Boba saying, Fett just be like a weird bounty hunter. I have, I haven't seen all of the Clone Wars, but with the the bits that I've watched of it, 
it's like, okay, like, you know, we got, we got what we got. Boba Fett is involved in it. Move on. He's not in that show much at all though. I'm just, I'm just saying the, the universe that we got. Right. I'm just saying, why didn't just, I just think Obi-Wan should have just taken care of the kid proper and just said, fuck you, Uncle Owen, Aunt Brew. You're just weird water moisturizer people. Just, I'll take, I got it from here, guys. But that would have been a total subversion to like what we know of where it ended up. No, I know. Which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Did you you think they were his aunt and uncle in the original movie? I kind of like always did. I thought they were like blood related. Um, not necessarily. Like that might have been Anakin's brother or something. Yeah, I never, I never really, I, I guess I just never really thought about it. Hmm. You know, I was just always like, oh, they're, they're just, just like his, parents, kind of. They're just his caretakers. Yeah. You know. Okay. All right. Well. But I I agree with you. But I but it's also just like well, any any change to that would have been a subversion. From where well, we no, know I, I'm not is. saying that they should change it. I'm just in like hindsight's 2020. I'm just saying it's just odd. It just makes for an odd circumstance when you're watching something that takes place in this, like watching Revenge of the Sith and then watching this and then watching New Hope. It's just kind of like y'all could have done this better. But anyway, it's a nitpick. It's not that big a deal. I am happy that we got to see live action Alderaan. I think that's very important. We've seen it in like some of the cartoons and some of the comics and stuff, books, but never live action. So if you're watching this stuff in order, I think it's going to add some gravity to obviously the Death Star. You know, the Death Star in A New Hope is blowing up a planet that you know Leia came from, but she's not there and has no plan to go there. So the the effects of it aren't that big. It's just kind of like, I mean, it's like sucks. The whole planet blew up, but you're kind of like, I don't even know what that planet was or what it was about or who was on it. So now that we got to spend some time on it, I think yeah, when, we re- when we rewatch A New Hope, we're going to be like, oh, damn, that's Leia's childhood, you know, and like really feel it. Yeah, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I think that's a good thing, too. I'm happy they did that. And I always like Bail Organa, like Jimmy Smith. I think he's a good character. He's showed up in quite a few of these stories and... Um, I think he was in episode two, three, Rogue One. Obviously, the Clone Wars show as well. So seeing him again is just this recurring presence as the father to to Leia. I think is really cool. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Now, real quickly, it it was revealed in the was it was it episode one or two where Leia comes along. I think she was in it from the beginning. She... Okay, okay. So it's so it's real quick. Yeah. Real quick we're dealing with Leia. A lot. How did you feel how did you feel about that? She's pretty central to the story. She sure is. They kept that under wraps pretty good. I got to give them credit. I didn't see that yeah. coming. Yeah, they did. That surprised me. I thought this was going to be the young Luke show and he barely showed up. He didn't even have a line or get a close up or anything yet. So this is this is definitely all about Leia. I'll tell you what it, I like it for a few reasons because, you know, some of the expanded universe stuff talks about one of Leia's force abilities being like empathy and like feeling other people and being able to like see what they feel. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I always thought it was odd whenever Leia, you know, remember when Leia's talking about her mother and she's like, I remember her being sad. I remember her being, 
you know, I have glimpses of her, but it's not really put together. I think there was a moment in the show where Obi, uh, Obi-Wan talked about Padme, right? And the way he expressed his feeling towards her was kind of how Leia explained it in the movies. So I think that she was, her view and vision of her mother was through Obi-Wan's eyes. So when she says that in A New Hope or Return of the Jedi or whenever it was, to me it was more her force ability being like, like awakened or at a young stage and she was feeling how her mother was through Obi-Wan. So I thought that was interesting. Right. Right, right. That helps, because that that is kind of like a wait a minute. How can you remember your mom? She died giving birth to you. you know? Yeah. Well, oh, I think with the revelation of her her force abilities, in you know you know for better or worse in the sequels. Right. Um. It's sort of like okay, it could be explained away as as or as, she just yeah, felt she... it as a in a newborn like she or in the womb like she knew she was sad because she was going through the turmoil of the Anakin downfall right you know right like you're breaking right. my heart Anakin, and like getting right. obviously choked while pregnant and then so she's her opinion of her mom is just through her you know maybe maybe as she's just a really really you know new like a newborn or in the womb or through obi-wan's uh explanation of her as well i think she could just like pick up on it and feel it so it kind of heightens that i think that's an interesting force ability right so that was kind of cool but as the the actress, whatever, it's a kid actress. I'm not going to be hard on them. They're doing what they're they're act their kids acting like kids. I think she's doing fine for what she's got to do. Yeah, they made her spunky and kind of uh... maybe a little too spot on. Like I don't know, because I think a lot of kids, you know, I've worked with kids a lot, and I'm, you know, obviously I have a kid now, but kids aren't just like born the way they are. Like they change and adapt and go through phases. So like. I think it's always kind of strange when you do like kid versions of iconic characters and they're like, that's Leia. That's always been Leia, you know? Like, yeah. it's, it's kind of like she could have just been a weird, quiet kid. Who knows? She didn't have to be like a rebel leader at right. seven. Right. So I don't like that one's going to be a real leader one day. <laughs> Maybe. Wink, wink. Yeah. I don't yeah, like that I... shit. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess you can the sort of the analog to that is, uh, you know, how how cheery and and, you know, Jake Lloyd didn't really do anything, you know, with there was no shades of like evil with his with his uh, Anakin. Right. Which I thought was great because it, it's the innocence, you know, it, it like shows you that this is just a kid wanting to be a kid. You know, he's just making toys and robots and pod racing and just living a kid's life. Right, and then and then he turns, which makes the turn have more gravity. But with Leia, it's like just kind of a straight line throughout her whole life. Yeah, it's not so dynamic. That's, not that that's it has to be it. dynamic, but it's just is what it is. Um, so her involvement. Did you? So did you think the story was going to involve Leia? No, I didn't. I think I didn't see Leia coming, and I didn't see Flea coming. <laughs> no one saw Flea come. Well, we knew he was he was in the show. I think there was like I remember reading some articles about it or something. I didn't know that. I I kind of tried. I stayed away from the trailers and stuff of the show. I, I wanted to go in fresh. I didn't know Flea would show up for two episodes. Not cool. I, not cool. Not cool. Not a good actor. Not a good presence. I don't. It's not. 
He didn't add... It's just distracting. I hate it when they do shit like this. I know he's been in a ton of movies. Like, he's had bits and parts before. It's not like his first thing. But, but this is... This is how this is how they're doing Star Wars now. You know, I you get like Amy Sedaris, you get we got Ben uh, Safdie. Well, Steven, Ben Safdie, but that's he's kind of just, just playing like, like an earnest. No, he was his portrayal, like his Jedi. Jedi portrayal. He he played like I love the guy as a director, as an actor. Don't really give a shit, and he totally just begged to be in this show. He, this part wasn't written for him. He just said, find me something to do. I want to be a Jedi or want to be in this show. It was a Hollywood favor. I, he didn't distract me. I mean, obviously, it's... it's. I don't think anybody else, you know... Well, that's not true. Maybe maybe people that... The dude's been in He's in Licorice Pizza. He's, in these, he's a director of these big movies. You, people know. I don't know. It's a Hollywood but I don't favor. Think, right, but they know him as a... You know, I think most people know him as just, you know... As an as the actor that they see in these movies, you know, unless you, unless you know that he directed, you know, these movies. I do know. Right, and so that does that change it for you? It's a Hollywood favor. It just bothers me. All right. I mean, that's valid. But I think like most why was just... he perfect for that role? Like so many other people, like a billion people could have done that. It was cardboard. It was just like a Hollywood favor role. He was he he has just like this earnest kind of like wide eyed thing he was just like you're the jedi that we i don't know i didn't bother me it didn't bother me we won snap out of it this isn't you he was supposed to be a badass 10 years ago now too even though everybody well, died it's like okay don't see, you get see, it if you're really gonna harp on something that's gonna be kumail nanjali are you gonna harp on that i thought that was lame you didn't like his uh presence no the fake jedi no Okay. I mean, I didn't I didn't like it or not like it. I thought it was just probably unnecessary. Would you consider that a Hollywood favor role? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean I mean I you're assuming I liked the character. I, I didn't give a shit about that character either. No, I didn't I didn't assume you liked it. Yeah. Both of those characters were not important to the story. I mean Yeah, they were but they I would say Kumail Nanjali's was a little bit more pivotal. I guess he turned to like help him and like lead him down the right way, but he was just going into a trap the whole time. The Leia stuff because the rescue was so simplistic because it was just bait. Yeah, it it see this is where the small universe stuff starts to kind of irritate me. Right. This is where it was just like so quickly it's going to be about Leia. It's going to be about another Skywalker. Right. You have a whole universe to create adventures that got him off the planet or kept him on the planet. Yeah, or... but this is like their oaths was to take care of these kids. You can't ignore that in a show about Obi-Wan. Like the last time we saw Obi-Wan, he was leaving to go take care of Luke. That was the whole deal. And, and Leia was going to be on Alderaan to be raised as one of their own in the Bale family as like a princess. So it's like they had... And they had to explain where these kids were. Yeah, but why? And, and you can't not we... show them. Maybe Leia you could have skipped. So that was his oath. Well, that was Bale's oath, but then Bale needed help, and the only person he trusted was Obi-Wan, so he wrapped him, him up into it, and Obi-Wan was reluctant because his job was to watch Luke, and he's like... I got Luke, you got the girl. And then he's like, but I don't have the girl anymore. I failed. So he had to come in and do his dirty work. 
just seems so like why why <laughs> I mean it took it 10 just... years for it to happen yeah so it's not like it happened immediately they were everything was hunky dory for a decade it's a long time yeah but no I, I, get just... you, I get what you mean it's all tied together that's the job that's they have a whole team on the house of mouse to tie like tie all the threads together they all have to connect somehow or it's not worth it like yeah i'm curious to get some of these movies and tv shows that aren't connected but, to anything so but think about think about now the whole like help me help me obi-wan kenobi you're my only hope think mm-hmm. think about think about how that changes well that's pretty much what bale was doing in this show was help me obi-wan you're my only hope he just didn't say it verbatim and then later when Leia's in a pickle, I think it makes sense that she has she remembers that, oh, the last time she was in a pickle, Obi-Wan came and saved the day. So I'm going to call him and he's going to do it again. So you like it? I understand it. I don't know if I like it yet. It's only two episodes in. we got four episodes to go before I make any final judgments on this show. It, I will say it's different than what I thought it would be. In my mind, we were going to be on Tatooine the whole time and it was going to be more about protecting luke and you know maybe tuscan raiders were going to go after him and he'd defend him or maybe you know maybe there were inquisitors and they and he had to kind of be on the outskirts making sure they don't get within proximity i thought there was plenty to do on tatooine um but we've we've barely been on tatooine and it looks like we're not going to be on it much if the show goes the way i think it's going to go i i had a feeling they were they were leaving tatooine i had a feeling it wasn't going to be because uh, we've already spent time, you know, with with Mandalorian or not Mandalorian. More, I guess, more Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, Mandalorian you know, a little much, bit, yeah. Mostly Book of Boba Fett, though. Book Book, Book of Boba Fett was pretty Tatooine. Yeah, it's so weird how like I really liked Tatooine and Obi in this Obi Wan show. Obviously, I love it in the original movie, and later when we visit in the prequels, it's all really bustling and cool and weird stuff going on. For some reason, it feels pretty vapid in Boba Fett. It's like not as interesting. It's like more sparse. There's like less alien characters, less creatures walking around. And there's those like cyberpunk kids. Like the Tatooine yeah. in Boba Fett is not good. It's, it's very strange. You didn't like you didn't like the uh, the mods. No, those are, we've talked about this in a previous episode. The mods are that's so stupid not interesting yeah pretty weird i don't know you're on tatooine it's uh you know the scum and villainy of the galaxy all huddles up here and there's a power vacuum with jabba's throne like there isn't there enough like can't you just get into those like the alien like pick anything from the cantina or jabba's palace like focus on that kind of stuff you don't have to create a bunch of teenage like cyberpunk kids stupid (laughs) Yep, I can't disagree. If you wouldn't buy a toy of it, don't put it in the show. <laughs> you want to buy a you want to well, buy a mod four pack? Uh, it's probably not far off from happening. <laughs> no thanks, I'm busy. Right. Well, I think that um, I think that the Tatooine on this show uh, was decent 
Yeah, I thought it was decent as well. I liked it. It made sense. It felt right. Um, I just, uh, yeah, I'm I'm not I I I I don't. Okay, I guess we haven't gotten to the <laughs> even like my my problem. Okay, let's get to the problem. Let's try and yeah, let's let's. What's the problem? Uh, the Inquisitors. A little weird. I think it's Our weird that it's taken them ten, 10 years to hunt these Jedi. It's a long time. And the and this is where I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to jump on any hate. There's nothing there's nothing about the bandwagon of like you know it has nothing to do with with um I'm sure she's a fine actress, but this Reva character. Right. I'm not I'm not sold. Yeah, I mean, obviously she's getting some like hate online because people are racist and stupid. But yeah, strictly speaking from a character standpoint, performance standpoint, not in, not interesting at all. She's just impulsive, not, not angry, just like tunnel vision mad, but like wearing it on her sleeve like she's in a theatrical high school play or something. I don't buy it, and that's and that's that's a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. And it's not a good character. It's a problem. You need if this is now your main villain, right? That's that's a problem. Right. It's not good. And, well, it's the and, it's the three inquisitors. You know, you have the Grand Inquisitor, the Fifth Brother, and Reva. I think they're kind of a trip triple threat. Um, not sure why they all have to hunt together. Why they can't spread out or anything like that. But but Reva's obviously the central character, and you know maybe she's a fine actress. I haven't seen her in anything else that I can remember, but. The character is just very two-dimensional. It's 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 not good. Yeah, and uh, that's that's gonna be a problem. I hope that I hope that there's there's well, we'll a it. well, obviously with the end of episode two, we got Vader is in there in some way. Right, he's, um, he's coming into the fold. It looks like in the next episode. What would fix it? Um, time machine time yeah that could fix it um, but I think if we have some some more interesting villains going on that are a little more compelling mm-hmm. which I guess would be the Emperor and Vader right um, classics classics I mean Vader's, so if we... Vader's going to be in it a decent amount I'm sure of it he's just been promoted and they've been hyping it up and Hayden Christensen's been at all these conventions and shit, so he'll he'll get in the fold. And I, but I'm not sure. Yeah, like maybe he just wipes out wipes out the Inquisitors because they failed him, or I don't I don't know. Like I'm not sure what would be interesting there. Yeah, and I guess we're gonna I'll, I'll find out uh, very soon because I think I'll probably be watching episode three tonight. Um, sorry is that uh which what was that was that a uh, i see okay okay no i didn't i was just being a weirdo i don't know what that was i don't know what compelled me to do that um it has something to do with star wars no really it wasn't like there's it was nonsense it wasn't uh, I'm not... you were just thinking about star wars 
I was just like you just said I'm going to I'm going to watch it tonight like and I was just like setting the mood, you know. Thank you. You're like yeah. you're like lighting you were lighting candles for me. Yeah. I have a question for you about the Disney streaming platform. Yeah. It's glitchy as fuck for me because of Obi-Wan. When I watch glitchy. when I watch Obi-Wan, it it like yeah. stutters and it slows down because I think it's being pushed to the max. Is that happening for you? Flickering? Like Perhaps? it's like it's skipping some like you know, it, yeah. I I mean I'm watching this 4K HD maxed out, but then I, I even lowered my streaming to like just regular HD, and it still did it. It was just giving me this like weird stutter, and I would tr- put on different shows that had equal 4K power, and they were just fine. I think I think I don't know how streaming works, but I think the Obi One. Uh, invisible waves are really like it's it's actually lessened my enjoyment of this show i've watched these episodes and every one of them has a significant amount of slowdown while watching it like they'll introduce a character and they'll be like walking to the screen and i'm like oh that's cool but then it'll just be like kind of a weird jittery vibe it's really distracting yeah i've just i've just noticed like flashing on the screen Mm -hmm. but i think i found out that um i think i my my cursor if it's like doing a certain thing i feel i, I figured out what it was you're on a if computer my cur- i'm on my computer yeah yeah i don't know what to do it's really stressful because i don't want to watch it like this but like it's all it's just slow it's like skipping frames and stuff it, it's just really really annoying yeah i haven't noticed that that particular thing on mine but that's that does sound annoying yeah yeah, and I thought this week would be better because it's not premiere week, and then I, I watched the next episode, and it was the same deal. It sucks. It sucks. So I have to say, um, in, in general, I'm, I'm cautious, cautiously optimistic that the show can go. Is that a Clone Wars a, joke? Cautiously optimistic? In general. General Obi Wan Kenobi of the Clone Wars? No, General Grievous. <coughs> exactly. Okay. Anyway, in general. In general. We got four um, episodes to go. That's four hours of Obi Wan. Basically, we're getting a prequel's worth of time just on Obi Wan. Yeah. Like a trilogy. Six hours so, of Obi Wan. I think some some more interesting, compelling. Uh, and antagonists would would help. Um, well, they teased it at the end of the second episode that they, Vader's they sh- they sure did. Vader's a coming. It's it's you know what you know what was interesting. I noted was how many flashbacks. They kept doing flashbacks to things that Obi Wan was not present, like would have never seen. Well, the original flashback was the younglings in the Jedi Temple, and I think one of them was Benny Safdie's character, and I think another one of them was Reva. Yeah, that make yeah that I, I've I've seen that said. It's like we a don't duology know of like one going you know into hiding, the other one like one being more light, one being more dark. It, it's not for sure that's the case, but I, I think why else would they show that? Um, does Benny Safdie's character is he dead? Well, yeah, he was hanging. Yeah, he was hanging. Okay, just yeah, making he's sure. he's a goner. They made, him, sure. they made an example out of him. 
So I wasn't sure if he was just like strung up, but he was like, well, it's Disney Plus hanging. They did it by the armpits, right? Like, yeah, I think any other channel would have just hung the dude. Yeah, but even then, that's a little bit. That's a little bit I too much. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, so they just killed him and then propped him up under his armpitties. Right. Propped him up. Um, I don't think he. There's going to be a scene where he's just like. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I think he's gone. I think you need to let that one go. Damn, Benny, <gasps> Benny, no, Nari. That's a cool. That's a cool Star Wars name. Eh, Hollywood favor. Next. Well, I guess I guess they they had the same idea too. Yeah, because he's a goner. <laughs> that's good. It was just a favor. They don't want to pay him too much. They just want to get him in, get him out, clean. Same thing with Flea. Flea, Flea had more screen time than Benny. I, I would still rather see Benny more than Flea. Flea's just distracting. That's like just putting like, like Rip Torn or something. It's just like get this caricature of a human out of here. I mean, in a way, don't. I mean, because look, he wasn't. He look, he was in Back to the Future. He was good in Back to the Future. Oh my god, he was. There's a certain <sighs> context for him, and and I'm not sure. He's a stone's throw it, from Ron Pro, Ron Perlman, not Ron Perlman, uh, Ron Howard's brother, Clint Howard. Yeah, it's like, I'm sure you're a cool, nice dude, but like, watch out, watch what you it, say, because it's not funny when he shows no, up. No, but that's just like that's how I felt about Amy Sedaris, and and uh, I agree. I think that's not great either. They're doing a lot of not great little bit parts. I, I just don't like all these little bit parts. They're not interesting. Hey, hey, Mando, where's that green little chicken nugget you had waddling around behind you? You know, that chicken nugget and I had a had a little <laughs> little little affair, you know, years oh, ago. When you weren't looking at McDonald's chicken nugget and I were uh, we, we were playing basketball and playing stickball by the big yard. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. It's just a dumb character. I bought a Lego set of the new ship that he made during the Book of Boba Fett with like Grogu's little pod, you know. And uh, it comes with a Lego version of her. And I was thinking about throwing it in the garbage. Pelimato. Or maybe I'll just gift it. I'll send it to you in the mail when you least expect it. Pelimato. Yep. Hey, wise guys. Right. That chicken right. McNugget six pack and I were uh, eating chicken McNuggets by the uh, chicken McNugget mobile, and then that chicken, that little chicken McNugget, chicken McNuggeted all over the place. And then we had an affair. <laughs> why do you? What do you? Why? Because you had this whole thing with the, you know, Jawas. One time, I got, a, I got an affair with a Jawa. You remember that was your whole thing. Yeah, that was weird. They're hairy. That was the whole. That was the whole <laughs> joke. That was the revelation. They're hairy. Oh, she did like a like like a hair pulling a hair out from her from her mouth kind of gesture. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah, I blocked yeah. that out of my memory. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Well, we talked about episode one and two of Obi Wan Kenobi a lot. Uh, let's end it with. 
Uh, I'm going to throw a few names at you, and you tell me if you think they're going to show up. Okay. Master Qui-Gon Jinn. Wait, are you really going to give me a, like, one of these people are going to show up? No, I have uh, no idea. I'm only going to name people I would have no idea if they're going to show up. Well, you've seen a little bit farther into the future than I have. It's not, there's no spoilers here. I don't do that. I'm just, do you think he'll show up? It's possible. I was hoping you would. Okay, what about Emperor Palpatine? Mm, no. What about Yoda? No. Um, Han Solo? No. God, that would be bad if he did. Darth Maul? Mm, no. I don't know who else. That's kind of all I had in my mind. I feel, like, I feel like it's possible that Qui-Gon could show up. I'm not hopeful with Palpatine. I hope I I hope that it would be Palpatine. I love I love me some Palpatine. But no Palpatine Rogue One. We that was just totally the Vader show. That was yeah, that was a Vader show. They could do it without Palpatine, but I would love I would love to see it too, especially if they go to the cloning route with these inquisitors. That would be interesting to see him meddling with that and like resurrecting a, an inquisitor like that'd be cool. That would be cool. Grogu jeez mm, because um, Grogu was a survivor we learned of the Jedi massacre at the temple he, if we a, see if we see Grogu really let's just put it this way if we see Grogu I'm out that's it for you I mean I'm, I'm just going to be checked out in my brain like in a good way like a like ecstasy like oh Grogu or like this is too much jump the shark Grogu jump the shark like give me a fucking break okay because he's just get, there. he's now star wars yeah just get that get him out of here yeah keep him in mandalorian keep him in keep him yeah keep him away from just get him out of here okay fair enough okay that's all i got there's a billion other people that could show up but i'm just trying to rattle some off yeah, I feel like Qui-Gon. I, I actually thought he was going to appear in, in one of the, when he was like. Well, he's been calling to him. Right. Yeah. What makes yeah, me I, think what makes me think Qui-Gon might appear, which I hope he does, because he's like my favorite Jedi besides Obi-Wan. The when they did, did you watch the little three-minute previously on before the show started? Like they did clips from the old the prequel movies. Um. Sort of. They did like like when the show Obi Wan starts. They did like three minutes of like Obi Wan. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But through it was the all, ages, it was, it was basically like a like a supercut of the prequels. Right, but they showed Qui Gon a lot. Right, and I was kind of like they're setting that up, and he's like mummer like muttering his name. So I I think I think it'll probably happen eventually that Qui Gon will get into the you know because he's and they even mention his name at the end of Revenge of the Sith where Yoda's like. A friend from the past has learned how to come back and scare the shit out of us. So it's just like, oh, Master Qui-Gon? He's like, yeah, you got it. And then they just leave it at that. So it'd be nice to like see that because, you know, Qui-Gon's the one responsible. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> Qui-Gon's the one that That's right. m- makes it possible to come back as a Force ghost or whatever you want to call it. Nobody was doing that before. Right. He taught Yoda how to do it. And he taught Obi-Wan how to do it. I guess we'll see. And they taught Luke and Leia how to do it. Right. Well, I am excited to see where this goes cautiously. Okay. Same. Yeah. It's not as 
good as I thought it would be yet, but the potential is still there. We still have four hours of Obi-Wan. I'm down with it. I love seeing Ewan McGregor. I'm I'm excited, but my, my hype meter is through the roof. I'm confused. I'm discombobulated because it's Star Wars and it's my favorite character. So I'm 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 cautiously going into the next four episodes. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm, I'm about the same place. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's all I got. Alright, that's about all I got. Okay, well, until we'll do a few movies in the meantime, and then we'll uh, circle back with uh, the full series of Obi-Wan. Uh, until then, go to www.jasonfury.com and buy yourself a pizza pin. It's, it's live now, right? It's live, baby. Hot pizza pie. It's live as we speak. You can buy a pizza pie. I, not funded yet, but we're on our way. Dope. Yeah. So, good times. All right, Adam Roth, till next time. See you later, Jason Fury. Peace. Goodbye there.